The Philippine military calls off its probe into the unauthorized use of COVID-19 vaccines by President Duterte's security detail after the commander-in-chief ordered the PSG to keep silent on the matter. Senate President Vicente Soto III also saying next week's Senate probe on government's vaccination program will not focus on the PSG. We'll discuss this issue with Senate Blue Ribbon Committee Chairman Richard Gordon. A civic leader claims the Philippine government had knowledge of the entry of COVID-19 vaccines in the country last November, which were used on POGO workers. A survey by the Okta Research Group shows only one in four people in Metro Manila were willing to be inoculated for COVID-19. And the UK enters a new lockdown due to the spread of the new COVID-19 variant. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Hi, thanks for joining us. And for those of you watching us on YouTube and on Facebook, nice to have you with us today. The Armed Forces of the Philippines calls off its investigation into the Presidential Security Group's use of unauthorized COVID-19 vaccines. That probe was supposed to begin today. But the AFP says it would be useless to pursue it if PSG officers refuse to be summoned or to answer questions as ordered by President Rodrigo Duterte himself. In his public address on Monday, the commander-in-chief ordered members of his security detail to keep mum about the smuggled COVID-19 vaccines. If they ask you questions, uh, do not answer. And maybe even I would not allow them to appear in Congress. And please do not cite them in contempt by detaining them. I will not allow it. Pupunta ako dyan sa Congress, kukunin ko sila. Pag ginawa ninyo yan, there will be eh, a little crisis. I am prepared, prepared, prepared to defend my soldier. I will not allow them for all of their good intentions to be brutalized in hearing. Duterte also denies accusations he covered up the smuggling of the coronavirus vaccines. Do not presume na sabi kinocover up. Kayo. Wala akong hindi ako hindi ako na maglaro. If I say that I will allow them, I will allow them. But I did not because they had it uh, on their own. Well, even the Senate has seemingly backtracked on a probe into the PSG's unauthorized use of COVID-19 vaccines. Senate President Vicente Soto III insists he will not be calling the PSG in Monday's hearing, which he says will focus on the government's planned vaccine rollout in general. The National Bureau of Investigation for its part says its probe on the PSG inoculations will push through. Well, senators frown on President Duterte's order for the Presidential Security Group to keep silent on the unauthorized use of COVID-19 vaccines. Philippine Senate Committee on uh, National Defense Chair Panfilo Lakson says Malacanang should not meddle in a congressional probe. Lakson asserts the illegal entry and use of the coronavirus vaccines cannot be justified. Hindi naman dapat uh, mm. maghimasok 
yung ibabalik natin sa Malacanang yung issue ng pangimasok. Hindi rin dapat mangimasok yung Malacanang sa tungkulin ng Senado o ng Kongreso na kung kami merong pagtinig, eh ubra naman kami magpatawag ng mga resource persons. Pag tinawag naman natin resource persons, ibig sabihin mga suspects yun eh. Gusto lang natin maliwanagan at saka inaidop legislation yung pagtinig niya isasagawa. At wala namang masama kung ipatawag yung mga taong dapat ipatawag. Senator Risa Ontiveros is confident congressional investigations into the matter will push through. Mahiwalay pa rin namang institusyon ang Senado at ang buong Kongreso sa Executive. So the Senate is well within our rights, lalo na sa ganyang klaseng hearing ng Committee of the Whole, to invite resource persons. Wala sa lugar yung ganyang pagsasabi sa isang hiwalay, separate and co-equal branch of government na hindi namin pwedeng gawin. In effect, yung trabaho namin or... Uh, wala kaming karapatan to um, enforce our own rules. For Senator Franklin Trilon, the upper chamber can find information from other sources. Trilon asserts Duterte's order will not stop Congress from digging deeper into the issue. Aside from Duterte's security detail, about 100,000 Chinese nationals working in Philippine offshore gaming operators, or POGOs, have reportedly been vaccinated against COVID-19. Teresita Angsi, a leader of the local Chinese Filipino community, said vaccinations on Chinese POGO workers began as early as November of last year. She adds government knew about the entry of the vaccines, though she's not sure if these were the same ones used by the PSG. In a press briefing Monday, Malacanang denied any knowledge of the vaccination of POGO workers. Yung una, unang mga bakuna sa mga mm. government authorities, yung mga narinig natin, uh, official channels yon approve yon mm. na vaccine, hindi yung peke at hindi yung black market. Yun mm. lang. So sabi ko, I do not know if the PSG vaccines are among those no na mm -hmm. na official but I doubt kasi kung ano then since we knew yung naunang mga government authorities na ma, na nabakunahan mm -hmm. uh, eh they official channels so lalo na malakanyang yan kayang-kaya naman nila mm -hmm. idaan sa proseso but it could have been done in in a better way na hindi tayo ang nangunguna sa paglabag uh, sa bata. Philippine inflation rises to a 22-month high in December. The consumer price index further accelerated to 3.5% last month from November's 3.3% due to higher cost of food and transportation. This brings inflation for full year 2020 to 20, make that to 2.6%, higher than the 2.5% recorded the year before. The Philippines also remains to have the highest inflation rate among ASEAN economies for December. But Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno maintains the rise of inflation in December is temporary, reflecting the short-term impact of past weather disturbances. As I said, uh, the inflation level at this time is uh, the least power worry. In fact, I said, in fact, we, we are forecasting that mm -hmm. it, it will be around 3%, plus or minus 1%, up to 2024. Mm -hmm. That has already been uh, trans 
uh, related to the Development Budget Coordination Committee, and they have adopted a target. For Mike Riccoforte of RCBC, the country's price index may still quicken by March, citing a low base effect. We, we still have a leeway. We're coming from a relatively higher base until February of this year because those are pre-COVID-19 levels. But starting March uh, till the end of this year, we're coming from a much lower base for inflation. So we, mathematically, we have to expect uh, some uptick in inflation uh, from unusually uh, low base or denominator. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why we may have to see at least 3% levels the Philippine government imposes temporary duties on imported cars and light commercial vehicles to protect the local auto industry during the pandemic. The new tariffs, petitioned by a group of automotive workers, will be in effect for 200 days. Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez says the move is meant to level the playing field and prevent local firms from leaving. Currently, most vehicles sold in the country are imported duty-free under trade deals. But several car makers like Isuzu and Honda have stopped the local production of some vehicles, opting instead to import from around the region to cut costs amid the pandemic. Over in the U.S., a top election official in Georgia debunks President Donald Trump's claims of widespread voter fraud in the November election. Gabriel Sterling, a Republican, also urges people to vote on Tuesday in the state's runoff elections, which will determine which party will take control of the U.S. Senate. Everybody's vote is going to count. Everybody's vote did count. I want to make that abundantly clear. If you care about, you know, the values and directions of the nation you want to see, it is your obligation to turn out and vote tomorrow, be you Democrat or Republican. However, right now, given the nature of the president's um, statements and several other people who have been aligned with him previously, who've literally had a rally saying protest and don't vote, we are specifically asking you and telling you, please turn out and vote tomorrow. Trump, meanwhile, hit the campaign trail in Georgia to support Republican Senate candidates. He also continued to claim victory in the state in the November presidential election. There's no way we lost Georgia. There's no way. The rigged, that was a rigged election, but we're still fighting it, and you'll see what's going to happen. Watch what happens over the next couple of weeks. You watch what's going to come out. Watch what's going to be revealed. You watch. to tell you that the stakes of this election could not be higher the press. Trump's allegations of fraud have been rejected following reviews by state and federal election officials, multiple courts, and the U.S. Justice Department. Saudi Arabia will reopen its airspace, land, and sea borders to Qatar. That's uh, according to Kuwait's foreign minister, who says a declaration will be signed at the annual gathering of Gulf leaders. That summit was postponed from its usual December date as Riyadh pushed for an agreement to end the regional rift. Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain and Egypt had severed diplomatic trade and travel ties with Qatar in 2017. They had listed 13 demands for Doha, including cutting links to the Muslim Brotherhood and downgrading ties with Iran. They accused Qatar of supporting terrorism, an accusation that Doha denies.
next episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Play back this interview too, or this newscast, on ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7. That's on Facebook. Keep safe, you guys. Keep it here on ANC.